Triple M's Mental Health Matters. Unpacking all things mental health, one chat at a time. With registered psychologist Lil Snellenberg from the Millennial Psych, 2023 Citizen of the Year and co-founder of local men's mental health group Self-Sane, Benny Cudmore. As a support worker, I've come across all sorts of negativity, just, just being out around town and things like that, um, especially my brother-in-law in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and just things like that, just, just certain things, people parking in dis- disability parks yeah. without a sticker, oh. you know, and, and then yelling abuse when you say something to them and, you know, and, and that sort of stuff, that's, that's very negative. That's the sort of stuff we need to change the game around, I, I believe. And I think we've got a long way to go, but I think, I think we're on the right track just, just, you know, just in the work that I do and, right. and the other support workers, amazing support workers in our community do. Um, yeah. And Erica, just, um, about people that, you, you know, you have your people that are curious, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they are wanting to gain knowledge. Do you think that this is a very broad question, but do you think that, uh, oh, my ADHD just played up over there. Hang on a second. <laughs> it's a strength. Give it a minute. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Give it a minute. Yes, it is. I tell myself every day, multiple times. Uh, no, I believe, uh, you know, people of the older, you know, generation, their outlook on the world is like, that's the right outlook in the world, on the, the world. The only one. The only one. Yeah. Mm. Good answer. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Lil, for helping me along there. You're welcome. Do you find that, um, especially younger people have that more opened mindset a- in regards to those type of, you know. More flexible? Yeah. Well, they're mm. open-minded. That's probably the best way I would describe it. Like, as in, it seems like things are getting a move on now because of the younger people's minds being so open to things and not being closed off. Would you Would you agree that with that? Or Yeah. And I guess that's generations of, of things to unpack there. But if I think back to even when I was at school compared to people at school now, that uh, having, you know, people in their class that might have identified differently in terms of gender. They might have certain gender preferences where they identify differently or, um, you know, Port Macquarie as a whole has become more multicultural than when I was younger. Um, And certainly we're seeing an emergence of certain, well, more people now being diagnosed with certain things than when I was at school. So I think children or younger generations are living in a more diverse place than generations before them. Therefore, those mindsets almost just come naturally. Whereas yeah. if I think back to like my, when my parents were children, if I think about the clients I work with now, those clients would have been hidden away from yes. society yeah, exactly in some what I was sort trying to of get. institution or like group, mm. glorified group home, call it whatever you want. It's yeah. the same thing. Mm. And therefore... Um, it just wasn't part of their everyday. So we're, yeah. I think that's You're probably... You're seeing a certain demographic, even though the whole time it was the same. Yes, yeah. exactly. And that's, that's, a, that's just, that, mm. make, that gives me goosebumps as mm. in that sounds like a very horrible time in history where people with Down syndrome, with, you know, complex behaviours uh, mm. that they're dealing with in day-to-day life get shunned to, you know, um, group home type scenarios. And it's not not okay, uh, in my opinion, but you know, there are probably some people, uh, that get about town that probably think that probably is the right thing to do. But you know, obviously they're a lot older than, uh, us who are sitting here right now. Just and goes those... to show, sorry. Sorry, Benny. No, you're right. No, I was just going to sure. say, just goes to show how far as a society we've come, you yeah. know, and with the NDIS and with, yeah, and with, with everything and the, the opportunities for people with, who are passionate about helping other people, especially with disabilities, have an opportunity now to, to work in with them people mm. rather than. Back in the day, mm. they shoved away and hidden away and there was, to, you know, something wrong with them, you mm. know, and, and it's not the case, you know, and I think people like Erica, which is so amazing that now the game is changing, especially yeah. for autism mm. swim and, and to change that statistic of 100 and, 
160. Outrageous. That is just changing. And just with on that, just back up, I've got to ask you again, Erica, how many countries are you in now? Is it? Well, that? it's not me. She can only be at one place <laughs> at one time, Penny. <laughs> um, Autism Swim operates in 28 countries. 28 Holy moly. That yeah, is it's so been impressive. a wild old ride. Any <laughs> landlocked countries? Um, No. No is the short answer to that. No. So what do you do for self-care? Obviously, you're That's very, very say, busy. Like, your <laughs> role, there, it's such a high demographic of burnout because it can be yeah. such a complex role and you get complex clients. Mm-hmm. And to hear that you were still so passionate about it, how? Oh, look, many people would um, probably not love this statement, but one of the greatest things for me is working for myself. Yeah. Sometimes when you attach, you know, when NDIS providers sometimes attach themselves to particularly the bigger providers, yeah. my role would come with KPIs. Yeah, for sure. Oh. And extra yeah. pressure that I don't believe belongs mm-hmm. in the industry. But of course... It's business. Yeah. It's not, um, the NDIS isn't charitable, you yeah. know. So I saw, I get the business model, but I don't mm. want to work under that. Yeah. So I can run my own race Still in terms know. of, you know, working for myself. So my self-care isn't, I don't shine in that area. Mm. I have um, a, a sleep disorder, which means that my sleep is never going to be great. And I've just had to learn to live with that. Mm-hmm. Um but the beach is is a really mm. great place. Like I have a Kelpie that needs walking multiple times a day. So that's sort of like forced self-care. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I don't feel like it. I'm so busy. Yeah. No. And then you go and you're like, oh, gosh, this dog's the I'm greatest so thing in the world. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> how good best. are dogs? Yeah. Um, and I now have three chickens. That, so I te- my self-care tends to be caring for more creatures, yeah. which in itself adds more responsibility to my life. But um mm. I also love it. I read a lot, um, spend time with family and the friends. Leisure or and academia? Bit of both. I try and make sure that my 20 minute window before sleep yep. is pleasure. Yeah. That sounded a bit. <laughs> <laughs> same <laughs> girl, same. <laughs> whatever. Well, we talked about works. those fairy books the other day and here we <laughs> were, weren't we? Yes. Well, um, I mean. Yes. So books that I'm interested in rather than academia. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is so great to hear, Erica, Mm. because I have a, I must say, I have a hard time switching off. I feel like I always Mm -hmm. am doing something with work in mind, Mm -hmm. but to hear that you go to the beach, there is something about that when you're on the walk to the beach and you get the salt air starts and you start Mm. to smell like you're at the beach and then you feel the sand, you know, under your feet and then it'll be like, you know, an onshore sea breeze that feels almost wet, like touching it. Mm. All of that sensory stuff just feels magic. And that's, I, I agree with you 110%. There's something just from the moment all of those senses start to hit you, you just yeah. instantly start to get a bit more yeah. relaxed, you know. And I and, was there a few weeks ago and was sitting down thinking, I now just got half an hour to get through some emails and my inbox is, you know, outrageous. Started to get through them and then I thought, no, this is your one moment in the day yeah. to just be. So I purposefully made a point of putting my phone away and looking up. And the moment I looked up, I saw whales. Oh. And I thought, oh, if mm. that doesn't reinforce yeah. that message, yep. then yep. I don't know what, what does. No, yeah. I, I guess. And they seem to be everywhere at the moment. I, um, the babies are coming back. 
They are. And I actually saw a great little pod of Flynn's yesterday and there would have been maybe six and four of which were babies. And so you could see the big flippers coming up. They're all, wa- it's like they're waving. Oh, so <laughs> and then you just see Strawny. the little ones like, hey, hey, hey. Oh, and I've just got so many full memory cards of photos of all these whales, but I feel like they're getting bigger in numbers by the year now. Which and it's so great. Oh, mm. yeah. There was a time where it was like rare to see a whale. Mm. Yes. Now yeah. It's like a highway. <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's great. I, I challenge anyone to go and stand out on any part of the coastline here on the mid-north coast. Mm. Look east toward the horizon and tell me you don't see one Yeah, mm. because mm. they are everywhere. It's so good. They're in their thousands. Anyway, getting off topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Erica, it has been such a pleasure mm. hearing about, you know, what you do and what you're about. And, you, you know, you grew up here and now you are here, there and everywhere. Um, but the fact that one of, you know, something you had a lot to do with in the Dippers program now, you know, at the Tacking Point Surf Club and obviously any other surf clubs that are listening and saying, Hey, we would love to be a part of this, uh, get in contact with Erica at, um, which one of the hats would you like them to contact? It probably wouldn't be me specifically, but if you go through, um, the autism swim website, which is just autismswim.com.au, there's a contact us form and that will end up with our events. And you guys, you guys are always after donations and Ongoing sponsorship yes. as well. So the Dippers program is run completely for free. NDIS funding is hard enough to get mm. at yep. the best of times. So um, we don't. We have never charged families a dollar, and we are reliant on community sponsorships and donations to cover the costs. So, um, yeah, Autism Swim would love to hear from any organisations that would like to learn about you know doing their bit for inclusion, which is what it's fundamentally about, but obviously the idea with sponsorships is that they get reciprocal benefits yeah. as well. Yeah. So that's yeah. a nice little bonus. And you know, it's, and, and a lot of the time too, Erica, it's not always monetary, is it? Like if it's someone that may not have the, that, that just has their time to give or in any way, mm-hmm. shape or form want to help you. I mean, you know, is it, that's. 100%. People don't realize that people think that I own Autism Swim. I'm like, no, no one owns a charity. No. Who owns a charity? <laughs> yeah. Who have is... you been hanging out with, Erica? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The community owns charities and yes. therefore the community has a responsibility to keep the charitable mission going. Yeah. So even if it's not Autism Swim, I encourage as many people as possible who have a spare hour in their week or whatever they're able to give to find a cause that they align with and give back to it. Because if if society doesn't do that, charities and charitable missions just won't continue on. Mm. So they won't exist. No. Because founders can only be at the helm for so long, That's right. as yeah. you know, Benny. So, yeah. 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 Look up Autism Swim, guys. Look up uh, all of the things. We'll have it all listed on the pod uh, links, obviously, on the listener app. But, uh, Erica, we will catch up again soon whenever you need uh, whenever you need a, a bread box to stand on and broadcast something. <laughs> we are here and we are waiting. Well, as we've learned today, I do love a high horse. So yes. Well, good. Giddy up, woo back, yeehaw. <laughs> yes. yes, consider us that. Uh, well done again on all the great achievements you've you've had so far and no doubt more into the future for sure. And, uh, yeah, we loved yeah, we love so that you stopped much. by Thanks today. Thanks so much. Speak to you soon. If you need assistance, it's important to speak with someone. Lifeline is available 24-7 on 13 11 14. Or you can text 0477 13 11 14. If someone you love is struggling and you don't know where to start, the Mental Health Line is available 24-7 on 1800 011 511.